0: Errors occurred. Facebook this is using temporary. Wait a moment. Try
1: again. Go live. Ooh. It's you that did that. It's you. That oh, failed. it's my. Yeah. <laughs> it's even my Facebook doesn't want to do. It. Oh, it says live
0: with here. There you go. Yeah. Sorry, guys. We've gone live. Good um, evening, everyone. Good morning. <laughs> now we're going to be talking about the Da Vinci Code. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Property Cliff. We're going to be talking about what we're seeing with uh, JobKeeper, um, the big hammer of JobKeeper's coming to an end. And how is that going to affect people out there? Stick with us. We're going to give you 15, 16 minutes of power in relation to these things. Let's do it. Right. silich power seller. Good evening everyone. Power seller. How's that sound? I like it. Sounds good. <laughs> Mark Novak, leader of the people. He man of the people. Man of the people. We're here tonight to talk with you about what we're seeing in the marketplace. Mm -hmm. So we're an agency of 45 strong staff. We're talking to buyers. We're talking to sellers. We've got an enormous amount of experience when you collate everyone's years of service uh, to the industry. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're seeing every single week we're reporting new stuff, new changes. Michael, welcome. We're on the ground, yeah. Thank you very much for having me. (laughs) First time for everything. It is. It is. So tell me, mate, uh, what what are we seeing out there? So we just had a quick conversation about there's job keeper there's Europe job seeker uh, JobSeeker, there's AusStudy, study there's parental payments there's youth allowance there's all this stuff there's, there's a corona, lot of there's corona supplements yeah and it's getting pretty scary because people are saying it's over but you just made the biggest
1: smart ass comment i've ever heard and i loved it well the big one was we were just reading a few articles before and one of the main one was about job seeker and how that's going to affect the property market the biggest thing I can say of that is obviously someone that's on job seeker, you're looking for employment at the time, and generally someone who's not employed at the time isn't going to be buying a property at that point. So I guess what does that do? That's a drum. Oh, <laughs> why can't we? <laughs> <laughs> but I guess the biggest thing from that is when. If you're the one that makes up such a small portion of the market yep someone that's looking for a property to purchase that maybe doesn't have a job at that time the biggest ones in my opinion is job keeper and all the ones that are supplementing current employees and businesses at the moment
0: okay now a conversation that we had off here which i absolutely loved as well was when we were in a uh, a rubbish market Mm -hmm. um there was this spread or you know when you're selling your home or buying your home there was this spread we used to
1: always refer to can yes. you explain that to us so do we ever name it not really because it, it just depends what situation it is. it's like it's when a da Vinci you mean yeah works the positive or the negative Is it's like when you ask someone how's the market is it good or bad well, it depends are you buying selling renting just yeah. start just it really depends but what we're talking about is it doesn't really what matter what the market's actually doing it doesn't matter if it's going up or down at different points it advantages different people and we we're talking about i guess the logic and the rationale behind making certain decisions and then the emotions behind those decisions as well where even it may make most sense maybe financially to make a decision in a particular market people don't always make it or well, sometimes they do so first of all let's speak about last year how Last year's market, everyone was worried about is it going to crash 10 20 30%. And what we found is, and the market definitely did consolidate a little bit last year. And in a consolidating market, funnily enough, it's actually the best time if you're upsizing. So, for example, how? How? When you're upsizing, it's less to do directly with what you're selling for. It's more about what you're selling for. Can I get some to pen and paper, paper? Yeah, let's do like it. it. Yeah. So we'll run through the numbers because the numbers is important with it, and then the other part is also, I guess, the emotional. What's right for you, you and your family at the time. So Mark will grab some numbers for it, but I'll start running through stop, stop. it. So for example, let's say use random numbers. You own a million-dollar property, and you're looking to upsize into a two-million-dollar property. So maybe you're going from a nice apartment to a nice house in a market that's come back. For example, ten percent. Your million-dollar property has dropped down to nine hundred thousand dollars.
0: Okay. So I I had a unit in DY. Yeah, I dreamt of buying a house. You dreamt of buying a house. The unit in DY I had was worth a million dollars. First, okay, one million dollars. You know, I bought I bought two pens. Don't know why. That's why. One million dollars. Yeah.
1: And it's a rubbish market. It's a yucky market. Well, you own your property, it's worth a million dollars and COVID's hit and your property's starting to go backwards in value. Crappy market, so I don't wanna buy a house. You're in a fortunate enough, fortunate enough position, you still got your job, you're still ready to, to purchase if you can. Okay, mm. so what's the house worth? Do you want to use two million just to make it nice around numbers? Shitty market. Yep. Two million dollar house. It was worth two million dollars. So it's rubbish
0: market and it's two million. Yep. Okay. So can I just write on the top for this purpose as this is 2000, can I say 19? Yeah. She says it's a bit more exaggerated. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's 2019, real simple guys. It's 2019, your unit, that's a unit there, I've done a very good job. Your unit's worth $1 million. Nice, two better. And the house you wanna buy is worth?
1: $2 million. <laughs> okay, what so what's your spread? So at the moment, the way the market is, if you want it upsized, it's gonna- 2019. 2019, it's gonna cost you an extra million dollars.
0: You're gonna add one million to your mortgage. Correct. That's huge, but anyway, big exam, big big, big numbers, but nice, big the theory numbers. works the same, yeah? Correct. Okay, so call that the spread. Mm-hmm. Call that the difference between what you're living in, crappy market, crap, you're not happy with that a million for your unit. That was a, at that time, that was a rubbish price. You've actually taken a hit. It's gone down in value. Yeah, the the two million dollar house. Well, that's pretty low. That's gone down in value as well. So that's two thousand nineteen. Yeah.
1: Now go to twenty twenty. Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. What are we going to start with? The market going up or down?
0: So that's a raging market. It's bull. It's mm. Bull market. It's gone strong. Strong. What's my unit worth now? Like it's gone crazy. Crazy stuff.
1: Make the numbers round again. Let's say it's gone up ten percent. So your apartment's gone from million dollars up to one point one million. Or twenty percent, just as some areas has gone really. It's accurate. True. All right, done.
0: Okay, so uh, we're at one point two now, kids. We're at one point two. Okay, market's pumping.
1: So you're happy? You're market's a property owner.
0: pumping. You just paid two hundred grand on your unit, guys. Two. Hundred thousand dollars.
1: Let's go to the house.
0: Mm. I get your point.
1: Yeah,
0: house has gone up 20%. That's my house, there, guys. How good's my house? Whoa. Okay, now what's the spread difference?
1: The spread now 1.2 million one year
0: two years maybe yeah so I have to take a mortgage of 1.2 mil so
1: in 2019 you could have upsized for a million dollars 2021 it's gonna cost you 1.2 million to upsize guess what the problem is
0: that mortgage That's with me for 30 years. Yeah. Stalling my move for one or two years in a rising market, Mm. I'm now sitting on 20% more debt for 30 years. That's very true. So that spread of $1.2 or that spread of $1 million
1: in a rising market a good disclaimer: This is specific for property owners, owner occupiers in property. Different if you're an investor and so forth. But this is for someone that owns their property and is looking to upsize. This is a, this affects you the most because I guess the money you've made has gone up on the other end as well.
0: So the spread in a rising market is good for people that are going. Is good for people. Is bad for people that
1: are going up in value. Correct. Is it good for people to gain down in value? It's complete opposite. It's great for people going down in value. It's the complete opposite. It is. Okay,
0: which is good because you're sort of you're 60, 70, 80 retiring, kids have moved out. Yeah. And not a it's actually you're cashing out at a higher base and you're buying at a lower oh, base. Like you literally just reverse all the numbers we had previously. So if you if your grandma, mum, or dad are looking at selling in a rising market, it's a bloody good time. Yeah. If your kids grandkids are looking at upsizing in a rising market it's got to be done um, which then turns us
1: over to it's got to be done yeah well that that's the thing it and you can't base your whole life decisions purely off the dollars and cents in the market because it may be a different point in your life you may have just gotten that uh, that promotion in your job and all of a sudden you're earning more money and now is the opportunity you take it things in life happen or you, you need space you're having a baby it doesn't matter about what the market's going up down sideways you need that extra bedroom so it's all great with the, the theory and the numbers and if you can make it stack up with your life at the time that's great and it's definitely good to know but at the same time you've got to work in with your own family situation as well and that's why we always say to people whenever they we're looking for our clients and that they're selling with us and they want to buy as well we always say buy and sell in the same market don't wait because it might go down, which might benefit you. Don't wait because it might go up, which might benefit you. The safest way to do it is always to buy and sell because you don't want to be gambling with your family home. So I've
0: certain agents now in our office at the moment have said to me that they have witnessed uh, properties in the last two months um, change as much as 10%. That's potentially more for individual properties on an individual property basis like that house back then was getting x now it's
1: getting y the biggest in my opinion is the the entry-level housing market so those houses that might have been let's say between one three to one five those are the ones percentage wise i think have had the biggest jump in the past two months okay we've got any good news got some good news give me some good news well it's brilliant first of all obviously being a property owner if you're looking so all the downsides at the moment i like that i like that i like that downside so it. ladies and gentlemen if you are
0: a property owner okay, celebrate like, yeah. don't be concerned worried stressed oh my god the market's overheating your property is going up from balance the people who are there it's, it's huge it is how hard is would it? you have to work to make that sort of money on you with your own bare hands it is, yeah that's, that's very you, true if you know that puppy there going up going up 400 grand in two years how would you make 200 grand a year yeah. You know, no true. For you probably easy. It's true. But for most people, very, very hard. <laughs> how many houses you sell. <laughs> So that's good news. Yeah. Uh another thing, good buddy of mine, Bell, looking at buying at the moment. Mm. I kept saying to him, and this is true for you guys, for um, for everyone out there. I know a hundred thousand is a lot of money. I know two hundred thousand is a lot of money, but break it down. Break it down, break it down, break it down, guys. Don't be scared. Break it down. Break it down in a couple of ways. hundred thousand dollars. Let's just do interest only because mm. it's easy at the moment, or two hundred thousand dollars, right,
1: on an upgrade. Yeah. At a two percent interest rate. Well,
0: talk, that's a beauty, isn't yeah? it?
1: Yeah. You can. <laughs> right? People now at the moment, especially when you're an owner occupier and you've got a bit of equity in your property, people obviously don't know the exact numbers, but people accessing interest rates now as low as in the high ones, which okay. is just. And Mark will crunch the numbers now for you in terms of, for borrowing. I guess a hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money, or two hundred thousand dollars. But to That's borrow that nice. large sum of money, don't it be, is. Don't be scared, my friend. It is so much cheaper than what it what it was. Let's have a How look. How were high interest rates when you were younger, Mark? Like fifty years ago, On your age, sixty. You know, years ago. <laughs> Thirty-eight
0: bucks. Okay, so buddy, friend, friend, charm of L, this one goes out to you. So guys, it's a lot of money, okay? It's a lot of money. But just don't forget these easy numbers. So you're intimidated, you're scared, you have sold, you've got to buy, you're going out on a limb, this is horrible. Look at that. Okay? Look at that. So for 100k, it's 38 bucks a week in interest only, guys. So just do your principal and interest separate on this. Uh, Westpac we've got a great mortgage calculator if you want to find it. 200,000 is 36. 76 bucks a week. All right. So, and some people go, "Oh, look, you know that's great. That's really good. Good. Like what happens when it goes up? Well, you can fix your fix your rates." Um, for up to five years, so I think there are people who go even longer. If you're really worried about the rates, but another thing you can do is you can actually build an income. So uh, another client cash flow today, you know, we're we're changing, doing some modelling together with him, and he's going to be moving out west. Yep, and he's saying, "Look, I'm in a one better here. Money's tight out west. I get a house. I get a house. I get it's similar room. money, less."
1: For less money. Yeah, so selling at
0: 800, buying at 650. Wow, yeah.
1: Um,
0: getting a three bedroom house. Now, three bedroom house, you can actually put um, granny flat on. Yeah. Or a three bedroom house, you can actually rent out a bedroom now. You can't do that in a one bedroom. Yeah. Um, my my point is this, you can also, when you're taking on more debt,
1: you can buy some income. Because you've got more accommodation. Well, now right know, about that. Yeah, relative. If you. If to be able to get any form of extra income on your property, so people like how, obviously, the government's incentivizing people to build granny flats or any form of extra income, because your mortgage repayments relative to how much debt you're taking on are so cheap now or cheaper than they ever were before, that extra repayments that, I guess, that you'd be making are well and truly offset by that extra rental income. So a lot of people are looking at, like, hey, it is tough when we're upsizing from that million to $2 million dollars I'm taking on a extra million dollars worth of debt, but maybe your million dollar apartment, you couldn't generate extra income, that $2 million house might have a granny flat on it. And if that granny flat's renting for $600 a week, that is mm, 650000 that's $31,000 a year, extra income that you're generating. So you could be living in a $2 million property for less than
0: what it was costing to live in your apartment. Could be you ever thought about that, guys?
1: You could be going into more debt and your cash flow is better off forever. That's big. To take advantage of it. So that's another reason why a lot of people are upsizing now. And I think another factor why it's driving the market also, obviously money being so cheap, where you can up provide, obviously, the bank will lend you the money. You can upsize your mortgage. You can upsize your property. You're gonna get a better property. And funnily enough, if you're doing something for an extra income, cash flow wise, you're actually going to be better off than before. You have a better house and you're actually going to be paying less per week for your mortgage. So a lot of people take advantage of it. Huge. Okay, DaVinci Code stuff. Hmm. Da Vinci Code stuff. Where's the code in all this? The bottom line is you need to work out, I guess from what we've seen, start with you and your family situation. you got to work out whatever your guys goals are one year five year ten year goals where you want to go and then you go okay great let's crunch the numbers maybe sit down with your financial advisor sit down with your real estate agent sit down with someone that you trust with their opinion with it and crunch it through and work out what's the best way to move it forward because if you understand the numbers with it there is money to be made there's ways that even take money out of it just ways that can advantage you and your family's lifestyle and you don't have to be a rocket scientist to be able to do it you don't need to be a millionaire to be able to do it but with the right strategies you can actually really set yourself off a lot better off and hopefully not stress as much as well there's almost two da Vinci codes the one's your heart <laughs> yeah which is it's gonna get shit
0: done your family's growing yeah. you need to get a new place working it out um the second is um, your calculator yeah which is cash flowing uh, looking at that spread and looking at cash flow, because the big top in the high end numbers are very scary at the moment, Michael. Yeah. Like if I'm looking at where properties were six months ago to where properties are now. Yeah. It's very intimidating. Yeah. Like I, I, yeah, and I it's know because I'm having the conversations every day with. Friends, family, buddies, clients, in the in the, you know, it is. It's
1: tough with the volatility. Yeah. Because it, when it's so moving it's, so quickly week on week, you, you go, in. you can't, it's hard to plan. You go, this yeah. week working on these numbers, next week the numbers are completely different. It's really scary because you're like, oh, she was, do we need to do something now before we miss out? But then you don't want to rush one of the biggest decisions that a lot of people make only multiple, a couple of times in their lives. So it, and when it's you break it down, you, you're talking about a coffee a day. You know, like I think
0: when you break the numbers down, guys, you gotta you gotta look at take that step back. Yeah, and just you know, the high end numbers are very intimidating, guys. So, but it for for me, the Da Vinci Code moment in, out of all of this is the spread. Looking at that spread of doing things now or waiting to later, yeah, no one actually looks at that spread, and then no one actually cash flows that spread. So I think looking at that saying. What is it going to take out of my pocket? And as I was saying with mate of mine fellas with me at the moment, it's very intimidating to talk about that high-end number. It's very intimidating to say spend a hundred thousand more. But when you say, look, can you go if I can put you into the perfect family home, which is a hundred thousand more, but you're not drinking that coffee a day extra or a packet of cigarettes or whatever it may well be worth it so chunk it down chunk it down chunk it down and look at those low level numbers as well as those high level numbers to make sure it works for your family and the da vinci code also is it's it's an emotional decision Hmm. that you know you've got to
1: sometimes just make you you never get anyone that ever gets it perfectly right 99% 99% of the time, it is just like everyone will tell you how much of a genius I am. I bought this property 10 years ago and it's doubled down. Look how great I am. I've made all this money, especially yeah. parents. Yeah. So, you obviously, there are smart decisions and there's not smart decisions, but overall, there's no way you can know that at that point in time, you're making the perfect decision. You can calculate all the numbers you want, you can do everything you want to think that that's a perfect decision. You never fully know. It's about making, I guess, the best educated guess you can at the time, doing what you feel is right, making sure that numbers do stack up and forging forward with it. The fortunate thing with property is the time you have, not the time you um, take to look at a property, but the time you are in the market tends to wash a lot of it away. So as long as you put yourself in a position where you're not over-encumbered, you can survive with a mortgage five, ten years' time, even if maybe you've overpaid a bit for the property right now, it will go up in value and it will hold you in good stead. I guess the key is jumping on the merry-go-round.
0: So what I've said about the spread mm. and what you've said about the emotion, it's one thing that they, both of these have in common is time. Yeah. So at the end of the day, if you want to crack the code of property, time mm. is, is the code. That's is very that, true. That is the magic, magic code, the magic thing That makes that the magic leveler that um, makes all things make sense Uh,
1: it's very true so it's a thing that can on the emotion side time heals on the financial side time heals there you go guys have a great night
0: thank you very much legend thanks Thanks you smashed it see you guys
1: guys.